Great news today. Gas prices going down. They went uh, up a penny last night. They're going down seven cents tonight. Can I get a witness? The question is why? Dan McTague joins us. He's president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. Dan, welcome back to the show. I feel like I could hug you right now for passing on this good news. Do you know how good it feels to be able to come on to tell you some good news for a change as opposed to the past five months where we've seen nothing but increases? I'm uh, I'm ecstatic, uh, Kelly. Okay, so what's behind the uh, price drop? Well, that makes me less ecstatic. Uh, it's the fear of a recession and... Uh, Again, a usual, and I'm not sure it's a strategy that uh, the Chinese government uses, but uh, in order to get oil prices down, they'll, uh, they'll force some of their population into uh, a lockdown. And there's, a, you know, there's another suggestion that uh, yet another wave uh, over there is uh, likely to lead to something of a, of a lockdown. And so that has uh, uh, traders, future traders, thinking, well, hang on a second, demand won't be as strong if you have a combination of... Uh, higher interest rates, which I think we're going to see here in Canada in a few hours. Uh, and if you see, uh, you know, uh, a slowdown uh, in demand as a result of these uh, these very high prices. And here, here's the key. We've seen some pretty large uh, institutional investors uh, who now are looking at the prospects of a recession and a slowdown who are basically walking away. It doesn't matter what the fundamentals are. By fundamentals, I mean supply and demand. Demand is strong. Supply just isn't there for oil and especially for diesel, um, we're still looking at, uh, you know, prices dropping. And so uh, that's what makes me uncomfortable is that I know that the prices we're seeing today don't reflect reality. That is a reality in which there's less uh, supply and, uh, and uh, demand uh, still remains pretty robust, especially, especially in the United States, Kelly. Okay, so where, where do they come up with the seven cents uh, decrease? I mean, it, I mean that's asking maybe to yeah. uh, for a high and inside explanation. But can you simplify no. it for us? Yeah, simple. It's yesterday uh, markets crashed twenty cents a gallon uh, with exchange uh, that works out to about six and a half cents a liter plus HST that gives you your seven cents decrease to a dollar seventy seven point nine tomorrow, uh, which I uh, mentioned last evening to uh, your colleague uh, Rubina. Um, at Hawk, um, and said that uh, you know we would see prices now at 177.9. Uh, that's a that's a number we haven't seen since April 15th. So uh, it's a lot better than what we were seeing in the middle uh, middle of uh, June, early June. But right now it looks like prices are going to continue to trend, uh, you know, in this uh, in this in this vicinity, likely until the end of the month. Something that uh, I didn't expect, save and accept the threat of a recession, and I think that's where we're heading. Yeah, so this is going to make, uh, well, uh, the reason behind it isn't great, but this is going to make people that have decided to uh, take a driving uh, vacation, a staycation, uh, a little bit uh, more pleased about the fact that they're going to be driving, because I know that's one of the things people were holding their breath on. Okay, well, it's going to cost more to drive. Where are we uh, going to suck it up elsewhere? I want to ask you this. Um, it's about uh, what's going on with these uh, turbines, these wind, these turbines uh, that we are sending back to natural gas turbines. Yep. to Germany. We were fixing them here in Canada. Can you outline this story? Because apparently Canada sending the um, these turbines back to Germany is causing some grief uh, where it comes to uh, our politics, uh, especially our relationship with uh, uh, the president of Ukraine, who was really upset about this move yesterday. And yep. I know that um, the official opposition is not happy about this this decision by the Trudeau government. Can you give us the background on this story and and maybe explain it? 
Well, Siemens uh, International Company, of course, based in Germany, had uh, farmed it worked to Canadian companies to uh, repair turbines used to uh, push natural gas from where it begins uh, in Russia under the Baltic Sea and into Germany. Germany imports well over half of its natural gas, which accounts for about two-thirds of its economy. More than half the households over there use natural gas, and, of course, industrial commercial uses are also extraordinary. If you think of big companies like BASF or uh, some of the big uh, steel companies like Tyson, uh, Krupp, uh, those are companies that uh, depend heavily, not uh, not so much on oil, uh, but on uh, natural gas. And so having these turbines up and running to push through something called the Nord Stream 1 pipeline, which, again, accounts for over 55% of all the natural gas going into Germany, uh, meant that uh, without those turbines, uh, you'd be looking at a very bleak winter. And here, here's the thing. Like Ontario, where we get our natural gas injected into a place called Dawn, Ontario, down near Sarnia, you need to make sure that before winter starts, you're at you know, 80, 75, 80, 85% capacity. And that's, in other words, the storage is there and you draw on it during the colder months. Germany's down about 60%. They're supposed to be at 80%. Without those turbines, they'd be in a lot of trouble economically. It would literally mm-hmm. force uh, Germany into rationing and uh, potentially lead to... Uh, to a severe uh, recession. Of course, this is the bigger issue here, Kelly. Europe has painted itself into a corner, walked away from its ability to produce its own fossil fuels, relied on Russia, and of course, that's why Ukraine is upset, because they know this will uh, simply further the financing of Russia's war against it. Sure, and they say that Canada is setting a a dangerous precedent by releasing these turbines uh, to back to Germany because they're going to be importing uh, Russian... uh, Natural gas. And so they say that uh, Russians are just blackmailing Europe yeah. and Canada has a role to play in this. And, you know, it, you can see it from both sides. Not wrong. Yeah. But where does this put us in the future? Because I know that the conservatives are saying that this is not the way to go. What we need to be doing is uh, trying to supply Europe with some natural gas. Well, that's not going to happen overnight, but they are right. Unfortunately, when you have our uh, years of this government killing LNG projects, and I'm, I'm talking about activists, the big companies, the big uh, uh, climate activists, the Sierra Clubs, the Greenpeaces, the Dave Suzuki Foundations who've gone out and destroyed 12 potential LNG projects. This is a sad story. And we're looking sort of in the rearview mirror, Kelly, and saying we coulda, shoulda, woulda, and we didn't. And now we have a chance to do it, but it's going to take a couple of years. This won't happen overnight. What is critical to understand here, and I, I pull no punches, I'm not a happy fan, as you know, of this government, because I think it made a very terrible mistake. It continues to double down on the kind of green policies that are destroying Europe and empowering people like uh, Vladimir Putin. At the end of the day, this is a request by Germany, and if they didn't accede to it, Germany would be literally uh, in, uh, in a very, very serious, tough situation without those turbines. So we don't have much of a choice, but mm-hmm. lesson learned, for goodness sakes, Canadians, smarten up. Climate is important, but so is uh, energy security. And so that's, where I think, where Canadians have to begin, including our politicians who spend a lot of time double downing on, uh, you know, more trendy, cute ways to find carbon, uh, you know, uh, carbon uh, restrictions. So including the clean fuel standard, which came out last week, which cost you and I by 2030 an additional 20 cents a litre. Well, Dan, let's not end it on a downer here. Uh, let's yeah. get back to the gas prices. They are going sure, down sure. tomorrow. Give us an idea where they're going and how long they'll stay there again. Yeah, you're one eighty four point nine, Kelly, here in Toronto. They'll drop to uh, drop. They'll drop net seven cents a liter to one seventy seven point nine. That's probably where they're going to stay for uh, Friday uh, and possibly Saturday. And I think this is the kind of pricing we're going to see in the dollar eighty range until the end of the month. 
at that point, I expect that markets are going to have to sooner or later throw the towel in and say there just is enough supply out there. These lower prices will encourage more demand at a time in which uh, uh, there's enough to go around. So uh, get ready. August is going to be very expensive. And uh, watch those hurricanes in the U.S. Gulf Coast. That's a big one. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time and have yourself a good morning. And you as well. Thanks, Kelly. Bye-bye. Cheers. Dan McTagg, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy.